Hello and welcome to I Can Relate. I'm Jessica Burns. This podcast puts you in the shoes of others as people take us on their journeys of personal and sometimes sensitive experiences. These are usually topics that are not spoken about and the hope here is that by bringing them to light, it helps others feel less alone in what they're going through. I look forward to embarking on this journey with you as we develop a greater understanding and empathy for one another. Today I sit down with Sam. She shares with us the experience she had with having an abortion. From finding out she was pregnant, the shock, to sharing this information with her partner and friends and family, the lack of support she felt, to making the decision, what the procedure was like and how she felt afterwards. She talks about how she experienced postpartum depression and how this is something that always lives with you. She shares tips on how to support other women going through this. And she also shares how to go through this yourself. She is a loss doula and has made it part of her life's mission to support women making this decision and making sure they feel supported. This is a safe space and please be mindful um, of someone sharing their story here with any comments that you want to give. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome. How's it going? Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. I have like three beverages here. (laughs) Nice. So it's going good. Right, right. (laughs) How's your weekend been? Um, it's good. I usually work a lot on the weekends, honestly, just because of like my freelance work and stuff. So I never really noticed that it's actually the weekend, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. You're you're a doula, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I do some fertility doula work, some loss doula work, and then some birth doula work. Um, and then I also do some graphic design freelance work and I teach yoga. Wow. Cool. I think for a lot of people out there, they might not know what a doula is. Would you mind sharing that? Of course. Um, Let's see. At its like simplest definition, a doula is uh, pretty much just a support person. Um, Someone who supports whether it's prenatal, through birth or postpartum. So it can look like a lot of different things. Um, For fertility work, it's supporting people through their fertility journey, helping them learn how to track their cycle, things like that. Um, and then for birth, it can be anything from, you know, comfort measures through labor or, um, kind of advocating for the person, depending on what kind of birth experience they're, they're looking to have. That's really cool. I think that's become much more like popular and in demand. Have you with COVID been able to be in there in the room with people? No. So I got my dual certification through quarantine. So I haven't been at a live birth, um, I've done some stuff over zoom, mostly with fertility and loss. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to be at a live birth. Um, I'm just kind of waiting. I just moved to Colorado. So still kind of getting my bearings here, but cool. Oh, I'd love to go to Colorado. It's on the bucket list. Um, I just love the idea of being near the mountains. Um, but yeah, I wanted to start off by saying like, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, I hope that, you know, this is a safe space and for you to share your story today. If there's any time like you feel uncomfortable, you don't have to answer any questions um, that you're not comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, I'm really an open book. There's 
really nothing I can think of that would make you uncomfortable, but I'll be sure to let you know. <laughs> okay, good. All right. I guess um, I wanted to start off before we dive into your story. Um, I've done a lot of research on this topic and I wanted to share some of the stats that I found um, just before we dive in. So according to Marie Stopes, who's like a provider of sexual and reproductive health here in the UK, um, one in four pregnancies worldwide end in abortion. One in three women will have an abortion in their lifetime. One in three women won't tell their families. One in three women won't tell their friends. Nine in 10 adults are pro-choice here in the UK and almost half abortions around the world um, are unsafe. By you sharing your story, I hope that it helps other people also like release shame because I think that's a huge part of it. Um, so I think it's incredible that you're sharing your journey. Yeah. Thank you for sharing those stats. It's interesting. I think it's just important to like, whoever's listening, like, you know, someone who have, has had an abortion, right? Like based on those stats. So I think it's just a really good awareness to have when you're speaking about these things. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people like the one in three won't tell their friends. I think that must be such a, like a dark place. So I guess without further ado, um, would you mind taking us on your journey? Yeah, absolutely. Feel free to stop me along the way. Um, yeah. And ask questions, but I will tell my version of, of my story. So it's funny. Cause I was just talking to my partner about how it's really interesting to talk about my abortion now because I'm trying to get pregnant now. So it's like a really interesting lens to be viewing it from. Cause it feels really far away. But at the same time, I'm really easily kind of brought back to that place. Um, so yeah. So back in 2019, um, or no, sorry, I got pregnant in 2018, I had my abortion in 2019. So 2018, I was just hanging out. You know, I think a lot of, a lot of women have had the experience of like thinking they might be pregnant. Um, and usually it's like a, oh, like, I bet you're fine. Go take a test for some reassurance. So that was kind of in the place that I was in. I was dating someone for probably a month or so. Um, and I was kind of like, oh, like my period's kind of late. Like that's weird. And my friend was like, oh, just go get a test and to reassure yourself. So I'm like sitting at the yoga studio that I worked at and it was like this I was like, I have to go get it right now. Like I was very anxious. I was like, I'm just going to go get it so that I can ease my nerves. So I go to the target. That's like a few blocks away. And I don't know why, but I like, couldn't wait to get back. So I took the pregnancy test in the target bathroom and I was like, okay, like here comes my reassurance and like, bam, two pink lines popped up right away. And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, it's hard to explain like that feeling in that moment because there was a lot of conflicting emotions happening. First of all, I was shocked. Like I really didn't actually think authentically that I was going to get a positive result. Um, so I was shocked. I was, there was a part of me that was like grateful and was like, this is kind of cool, right? Like I've always wanted to be a mom. And um, so seeing that there was a piece of me that was like, oh, like, okay, I can get pregnant. Um, and then the other part of me was like really scared. Um, so I called my partner at the time and was like, Hey, 
you need to go home. I'll meet you there kind of thing. And he's like, what? I'm like, I'm meeting you at your apartment. Like go home (laughs) Um, (laughs) now. So I drive over there and I get up to his apartment and I couldn't even like utter the words. I I said something like, Hey, I, I took a pregnancy test and it was positive. Like I couldn't even say like, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Um, and he was definitely shocked and caught off guard and had his own reaction and wasn't very comforting at first. Um, the person I was dating at the time was, was a chef at, at a upper, upper class restaurant in Chicago. Um, he had really shitty hours as a chef. He was like in debt, barely, barely getting by. So I think this for him was like a worst case scenario situation. Yeah. Um, which now I can laugh about, but back then I was like, oh my gosh, I need support. Right. Yeah. So I kind of voiced, I was like, Hey, I really need you to like comfort me right now. I'm like really scared. Yeah. Um, and he was kind of like, okay, yeah. Like everything's going to be okay. You know? Um, so the next like couple of weeks was really a whirlwind for me through making the decision of what I was going to do. Um, there was times where I felt really strongly about keeping the pregnancy. Um, and I think that just really came from my desire to, to want to mother. And it felt in that moment because it was so all encompassing. It felt like my only opportunity for some mm-hmm. reason. I was very, very like in the experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, nobody tells you that like, there's no real guide of like what to do when you find out you're pregnant. I'm like, do I get a doctor's appointment? Do I go to Planned Parenthood? Like, I wasn't really sure. Yeah. And although I was always a believer that anyone should be able to have an abortion. There's like this looming shame Mm. just around the topic, right? Like no matter what you believe, there's unfortunately a stigma and there's shame surrounding the topic. So that makes it hard no matter what. Um, And I did struggle with my choice for sure. Not everyone does. Like some people really are like, you know, I want to have an abortion and they go do it and they feel amazing. I definitely struggled a lot. and my partner grew to be there for me for sure. But, but the, the verdict was like, he didn't want me to, to keep the pregnancy. Mm. Um, and there was a moment too, where his mom and I talked on the phone. I had never met her. Like, again, we've been dating for one month, right? Like this is not an ideal situation. Um, and she was kind of like, oh, you must be so scared. And then was kind of like, I just want you to know that, Ad- oh, <laughs> that he is not ready for this. And I don't think that you should, and this is like day one of me finding out, right? Like kind of inappropriate. Um, wow. That's a lot of pressure on you to take someone else's opinion at that stage. Wow. Right. And you didn't ask for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was just looking for like comfort. And, you yeah. know, if, if you want me to talk more about like um, me telling my mom was really hard because she's very religious and did not agree with my mm-hmm. choice. So that is like a whole separate thing that I can go into, but I'll kind of finish this part. But um, yeah, so ultimately I decided to have the abortion. Um, I wasn't sure, like the whole time I was having a lot of trouble connecting to my intuition. And I think a part of that was I told a lot of people, I think I was looking for someone to give me the right answer. Um, and there is no right answer, right? Like I was looking outward because I was so scared and caught off guard. Um, so I decided to, to have the abortion. And, um, again, I can go into the whole process of like what it was like, but I had a surgical abortion. So, um, it was like a minor surgery. 
you have the option to be put under anesthesia or not. Um, I last minute chose to go under, under anesthesia and, you know, after the abortion for the rest of the day, just kind of lounged around, um, my partner and one of my friends came over we hung out, ordered food. Um, the healing part post-abortion was definitely a struggle for me. And it's hard to express how hard it was because I'm so not there and I'm so grateful that I had the abortion, but like it got dark and I was really suffering from some grief. I don't think enough people talk about postpartum when it comes to miscarriage or abortion, mm. right? It's still a postpartum experience. You, your body was changing hormonally. A lot was shifting. And then that pregnancy is taken out of your body and your body is kind of like, wait, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely had some grief there. I, I chose to like pick myself up eventually and, and get into an abortion support group. And it was like the best thing ever. I got to talk through a lot of experiences with, with a therapist and another member and, um, slowly, but surely I just became really empowered by the experience. And now I, you know, help women move through their abortion decisions. So it was definitely really hard in the moment. Um, but I'm really glad that it happened. Wow that's really beautiful that you've been able to support other women going through that experience. And you said you got that qualification during lockdown. So was that because of your experience having an abortion? Yeah. I mean, it definitely like lit a fire in me from the experience I had. There were a lot of things that like I went through and I was like, that wasn't really actually okay. Um, the way that people responded advice I give to anyone is that when anyone tells you that they're pregnant, no matter what their situation, no matter what you know about them, like just ask them how they're feeling. Mm. Right. I got so many answer responses that were like, Oh shit, you're pregnant or, Oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. You know, like Mm. even like, do you want it to be a boy or girl? Like it's so inappropriate to kind of like put that, even if it's coming from a good place, um, to kind of put that pressure on, on someone else. And everyone had a different opinion about what I should do. So that made it harder. Um, even just the experience, I ended up going to like a primary care provider to, to verify my pregnancy. And I didn't know what I was going to do at that point, but they did an ultrasound and like just the language that was used was really um, biased. It was very like, oh, wow, you're so healthy. This pregnancy is so healthy. You're going to be a great mom. There was no awareness of, oh, maybe this isn't what's right for her in this moment. Yeah. That's so interesting and such like that needs to be communicated. And that's actually a really good lesson. Like I think that I'll take forward, like if someone does tell me they're pregnant to have that reaction, you said of, well, how are you, how are you feeling? Yeah. Mm. And then, you know, if they are like, I'm so excited, then you can geek out, you know, but kind of letting them come to you with, with how they're feeling. Um, I also just wanted to say, I think a big part of my choice was like, I didn't want to be a single mom. And, um, I just want everyone to know that like, when you get pregnant, you, you get to choose whether you want to still be pregnant or not. It's like this active form of consent of like, oh yes, I will continue this pregnancy or this isn't right for me right now. And me and my partner ended up staying together for about a year after that, actually. And then we ended things, but, um, I just, there was a chance that I would have been a single mom and I didn't want that. So I think it's just empowering to, you know, you don't have to choose that if you don't want to. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't think I was in a place where I could have really been the mom that I wanted to be, right? Like I wasn't really done growing and developing yet at that point. I, it wasn't like a conscious effort. And I also, you know, had only been dating this person for a month. I I didn't know if this was like my forever person. And um, yeah, I, I can't say that it was like an intuitive feeling that I just knew that it wasn't right because that's not true. Yeah. I don't really think that we even have right or wrong decisions in our lives. I think that you just pick something and then your life pivots in that direction. And I think that that really takes some of the pressure off of like, what is the right thing to do? It's like, what, what are you going to choose? And, and then that becomes a part of your story, right? If I would have had followed through with the pregnancy, like I'd probably be a great mom and that would be a part of my story, but like, that's not what happened. And now I get to live out this version of yeah. my life. So I think that's like a really interesting and like good takeaway for people to think about because there is like probably so much pressure on you of not wanting to make the wrong decision. So if you word it, like you've just said, like this, you can't make a wrong decision. It's just going to, it's going to pivot either way. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. Would you, would you mind sharing a little bit about your mom and how that went down? For sure. So I think maybe other people relate to this, like our mom is like, if you have a relationship with your mom, it's like the person that you know is safe, right? And some people don't have that experience, but that was my experience growing up. Like me and my mom didn't always get along, but I always knew like my mom is safe. And so when I found this out, I was so scared and I just wanted my mom, you know, I just wanted to tell my mom and have her tell me that it was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And so when I told her, I was really, again, this is like the day I found out, I was really looking for someone to just be like, you're, you're okay. You know? Um, and she ended up having a pretty strong reaction of her own. She was really upset, um, that this was happening. And I get that. And that is so fair for, you know, her to have, however, I don't think it was appropriate for her to necessarily have that reaction in front of me. I think, when someone we love is going through something and it affects us, I, that happens to me all the time. I feel like I'm a very empathetic person, but I try not to have the reaction in front of them. And then I'll try to later, you know, deal with my own emotions. Um, so she kind of had a reaction and, and kind of went upstairs in her room and I kind of like followed her and was like, Hey, like, are you okay? Like, I'm not okay. Like, are we okay? Um, And she just kind of very calmly was like, I don't believe in abortion. And I hope that you and your partner will be getting married. And I don't know. So, and that really, really hurt my feelings and really hurt me. And it's continues to be a point of contention in our relationship today, because like, I just feel like she chose a religious belief over her daughter and that I, I can't understand that really. Um, so yeah. And even now when I, when I try to bring it up or, you know, I, I was pregnant, like walking around the house, like, you know, I was, I was sick. Like I, um, I was about eight weeks when I had my abortion. So I was definitely having symptoms and like, they were just ignored. You know, I still lived with my mom at this point and they were just kind of ignored and I wasn't able to talk about them. And, you know, after the experience, I think one time she was like, uh, like, do you want to talk about it? And I was like, 
no, not with you, right? Like you haven't been here at all through this process. And um, even now when I try to like have a conversation about like, I didn't feel supported by you and that really hurt me. It's always met with defensiveness of like, that's not true. Um, you know, I told you my opinion and, you know, uh, I, you know, I didn't mean to hurt you. And I just feel like there's a lack of understanding of like, you know, what, how I was feeling from her. It must be so hard because it sounds like the wound still isn't healed there. For sure. I, I've kind of just accepted like the level of closeness that we're able to achieve is hindered by that experience. And until we can move through it and have a conversation, like probably with a third party involved, like, I think that you know, I've tried. And if she was willing to work through it, like in a therapeutic setting, I would be willing, but I don't know. It's kind of a heartbreaking thing overall to realize that your parents have their own, have their own things going on. So it kind of like demystifies the idea of like, oh, that's my mom. And it's kind of like, oh, like she hurt me and that's fucked up. And like, you know, but, but she's my mom and we can have a relationship that's just maybe a little bit more shallow than it may have been if she would have you know connected with me through that experience wow it sounds like it was so challenging for you at that time because you had so many pulls in different directions of your partner who you're with didn't sound like he was very supportive and then his mother is pulling you in one direction saying do not do this and then your mother's like do this right <laughs> so that must have been like so hard to like clear those voices and try and be like okay what do I want what do I need right. how did you get to that I don't know that I really did honestly <laughs> like I I didn't take it because when you're deciding whether to have an abortion you are on a time crunch like yeah. legally so it's really a lot of pressure it's kind of unlike any other decision um that I can really think of Cause even if it's like, oh, either, you know, if there's a time limit, it's not necessarily met with also like the legal side of things. Mm. Um, so yeah. And I will say like, I didn't, there's not one person where I really felt supported by and, and post that experience, I have a very, um, specific definition of what support means because a lot of people will throw that word around of like, oh, this, this, and this, but I support you. And I'm like, no, you don't. And that's okay. I wish you the best. Um, I can give an example. Like nobody through that experience was like, what do you want? You know, it's going to be okay. Like, like, how are you feeling about it? Have you thought through each option? Like, let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Everyone was either like, oh, I don't believe in abortion pretty much. Or, oh, I don't think you're ready. I think you should should have an abortion which also isn't helpful right yeah. like that's still projecting their opinion so I mean I was grateful like my dad ended up helping me pay for the experience and um my grandma who I'm really close with surprisingly was very supportive of abortion in general which I didn't even know um but there's still an aspect of like projection of like mm. nobody was like how do you feel what do you want um, so yeah, I'm not sure I ever really got to that place. I just kind of chose. And now I feel that that was the right thing for me a hundred percent, but like hindsight is, is 2020 and it was very stressful in the moment. So 
I mean, advice for other people would be to like, try to not listen to other people um, and kind of like get out, get out in nature, get out in a way. I was very like living with my mom or in my partner's studio apartment or at the yoga studio where people knew I felt very like constrained in these, I didn't have space to like think and just let things come through, you know? Yeah. If you're comfortable sharing what the actual abortion experience was like. Yeah, absolutely. So there's two kinds of abortions. Um, There's a surgical abortion, which is what I experienced. And then there's a medical abortion, which is taking um, uh, two rounds of pills at home. And then you kind of lose the pregnancy. It mimics kind of like a period um, situation. So I chose the surgical abortion. Everyone chooses what feels right for them. I didn't necessarily want to have that like experience of loss in that way. Um, so yeah, you basically show up to the clinic, you make an appointment in advance, of course. Um, and I will say like being at the clinic was, was cool because everyone of all different ages, situations has, have abortions, like moms have abortions, uh, teenagers have abortions, 25 year olds have abortions. you know, it was, it was, you know, I I had a skewed perception, honestly, of who I was going to be surrounded by. And I was pleasantly surprised to see a lot of different situations like represented. Um, but yeah, really great staff. You kind of meet with like a counselor and they just kind of make sure that this is a choice that you're consenting to. Um, and then they take you back toward like the medical area and you can, they do an ultrasound to make sure that the pregnancy is there. Um, you can choose to see the experience or not. And I actually chose to look and it was so refreshing because on this screen, you know, you hear pro-life people shouting all of these crazy things about, about how many weeks and what that means. It's like, literally I looked and it was like, a millimeter group of cells, like, and that's at like eight weeks. Like I was so relieved, um, from seeing that. And then they did put you under anesthesia and then they go in through your cervix and just remove the pregnancy. Um, and at first I thought I wanted to be awake and then last minute I changed my mind, but, um, so then you just kind of wake up, um, and they kind of wait for you to fully wake up. They give you like crackers and water and then you, are able to leave and someone drives you, someone else has to drive you home. Um, if you were put under the anesthesia, but yeah, it was really easy. It's really safe. Um, and it was, you know, painless in terms of physical pain. Um, I was really emotional afterwards for a lot of reasons. Also just coming off anesthesia, I usually get really emotional. Um, and yeah, it definitely was a, tough road ahead but that was the experience itself and it was really that was not the hard part of the of it yeah so was there anyone in the like clinic with you as a so my partner came with me he did my partner came with me and um like waited for me and you know got flowers for me when I was done I don't you know looking back I can say that like my partner wasn't the most supportive, I think he was just scared, like really scared for himself. And I now have so much compassion and, you know, our relationship after that experience shifted dramatically. And there was a lot of resentment and I, we moved through it for sure, but I was pretty mad at him, um, for a while, but 
he was really supportive um post the experience like I was like hey like either way this is going to be a hard situation so yeah you know yeah <laughs> I'd like you to be there for me post abortion as well it's not just like it disappears and we move on with our lives so mm. he was for sure and I think I heard you just say like that wasn't even the hardest part what was the hardest part has it been the post yeah the period afterwards of like grieving was hard for me um the hardest part for sure there was moments where I like had some trauma responses and, you know, would have like freeze trauma responses in my car. And I think, um, because I wanted to be a mom so bad, like I said, it was like, a, I was very in the experience. I didn't have the ability at that moment to like zoom out and see that like my life ahead was like, so, you know, the opportunities were vast and, like here I am now trying to get pregnant, you know? So, but I didn't think that would happen in the moment. I was like, this is my chance. And I, and I fucked it up was my internal dialogue, which wasn't helpful. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I do think there's a physical aspect of grief and loss too. And it definitely impacts my journey now of like, um, you know, if I'm unable to get pregnant right away, it brings up those same fears and, and feelings of like loss. So it's, it's definitely something that I'll never forget. I wouldn't say I think about my abortion every day. I used to, um, but it definitely influences the way that I like live my life, not in a bad way, just, you know. Yeah. Ha has there been anything that you've leaned on that's helped you? Yeah. So I think friends who are willing to just talk about it with you, I think there's this idea of like, it's kind of like when someone dies, and um, people are really nervous and they say like awkward things. So they don't know what to do. It's kind of like, just talk about it. You know, it's, it, it makes it worse when you kind of like tiptoe around the subject. So friends that would just be like, Hey, like, just so you know, I'm always here. If you want to talk about the abortion or, Hey, like, how are you feeling today? Um, I have friends who will text me on like the anniversary and just be like, Hey, I'm thinking of you. So just mm -hmm. certain things like that were really helpful. And it depends on the person. Like for me, I loved hearing other people's stories about abortion. That really helped me. Um, there's this book called Shout Your Abortion that I think is really great. There's um, just stories from a lot of different people with a lot of different abortion experiences. Some people even are like a couple of celebrities are in there that have shared. Um, and yeah, it was really helpful for me to hear how normal the conversation of abortion could be. And then therapy support group was like awesome as well. So I think that if more people were able to share, uh, the stigma will, will be reduced eventually. Yeah. Okay. Final question. Um, if someone out there is considering having an abortion right now, what advice would you give them? I would say find people to share it with that you know are going to be supportive um I understand the the wanting to share because it's such an intense experience for yourself and definitely don't keep it to yourself but just be mindful of who you share with um right away like while you're making the choice because you deserve support like unconditional support and if someone isn't going to give that to you I don't feel there's necessarily a reason to share while you're making the decision. Um, 
I would also say like Planned Parenthood is a great resource. Abortion Access Front is a great resource. Like find resources that are going to be empowering for you. I wouldn't recommend going to your primary care provider. That's not a trauma-informed space and that's not what they do there. So, you know, I don't think you are going to get good results there. Um, And, you know, if you're in that decision, again, like I just tell people there's no right or wrong decision. Like I have worked with people who, are working through an abortion decision and then decide to keep the pregnancy. And that's great. Like I am not here to tell people to have an abortion. I'm just here to tell people that it's an option, right? So even in some of these moms groups that I'm part of, it's like people will post, like, I'm so overwhelmed. I I can't be pregnant right now. I can't believe I'm pregnant again. And I just will comment, like, just so you know, you have the choice to have an abortion. And a lot of people are like, just need that reminder. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. that's beautiful work that like you have been so supportive and you're probably one of the best supporters because you you know what you need and that's right. beautiful and it's great that you have made uh, that a part of something that you you want to give back with being a doula a lost doula especially yeah so, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your experience I really appreciate yeah. it absolutely I will just say one more thing if you don't mind yeah, um, of course. I really like to remind people about fake abortion clinics there's more fake abortion clinics at least in the united states i'm not sure about the the uk but there's more fake abortion clinics than real abortion clinics um you can look it up there's i think it's called like reportfakeclinics.com or you can just look up like fake abortion clinics map um and they're basically these clinics that are funded by either the government or church-based organizations that um they pose as a place where you can seek help if you're you have an unplanned pregnancy but there's a lot of messy messed up things that go on there like they can lie about how far along you are so that you pass a deadline to have an abortion and it they'll like pray over the baby and it's just kind of a dangerous place to be in if you are looking for an abortion so I will say like it's really easy to I almost went to one because of how good they are with their marketing. So just read reviews on Google. And if it says like, this isn't a place where you can actually have an abortion or um, I really don't recommend going to those. Wow. That, that could be a huge saving tip for someone. So thank you, Sam. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you again. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to I Can Relate. If you'd like to hear more of these episodes, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other platform you're listening on. To become a part of the community, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Join me next time for another episode. Thanks for listening.